Did you know color is vital to your health? I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation, and it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. Hi, it's Kevin McCullough. If you're like me, you work hard for your money, so you want to make sure your money is safe when you put it in your bank account. But is it really safe? Today, we not only have to worry about bank failures, but also about losing our freedom and privacy with the push for the digital dollar that would allow the government to tell us what we can and cannot buy with even our own money. That's why I'm encouraging my listeners to get The Secret War on Cash. It's an insightful report created by my friends at Swiss America, and it's available now to my listeners free of charge. In it, you will learn how to protect yourself from these threats to our freedom and to your hard-earned money. Call Swiss America at 800-289-2646 to get this free report, or just go to SwissAmerica.com backslash Show to register now for this compelling report. I was surprised by what banks are required to do for the government. Call or text 800-289-2646. That's 800-289-2646. Or visit SwissAmerica.com backslash That Kevin Show. That's SwissAmerica.com backslash That Kevin Show. Coming to theaters, Patterns of Evidence, Journey to Mount Sinai 2. Investigative filmmaker Timothy Mahoney uncovers evidence of the true location of Mount Sinai, interviewing modern-day Exodus explorers and scholars. Once I realized what this site was, I dropped to my knees. All of the evidence, it's sitting out there for everyone to see. Inspiring and faith-affirming. Journey to Mount Sinai 2 in theaters only May 15th and 17th. Get tickets today at PatternsofEvidence.com. You're listening to Kevin McCullough. I've got a special report just for you from my friends at Swiss America, and it's free. Go to SwissAmerica.com backslash That Kevin Show to get it now.
You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, breaking news, what it means, and why it matters. Coming up, it's a weekending edition of Kevin McCullough Radio. Important discussions about the biggest stories of the week. Dr. Gina Loudon, Governor Mike Huckabee, and others join me. It's Kevin McCullough. We start right now. He's a nationally syndicated radio host and author of No, He Can't. The odds are he's right. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us on this uh, Friday. Per usual, we're checking in with Dr. Gina of uh, Real America's Voice News. And uh, Dr. Gina, best-selling author as well, uh, multiple times over. And she has been talking to us for quite some time. And Gina, I can't believe it. Here it is, the 5th of January. We are, uh, what, 10 days away from the first votes being cast in the uh, in the presidential election of 2024, and you can't write a more circus-oriented script <laughs> than what we have going into this election cycle. It's so true. I mean, if you were trying to write a script like this, no one would buy it because they wouldn't believe it because it seems so absolutely otherworldly, parallel universe kind of stuff. But uh, no, here we are, Kevin, and... Uh, you know, it looks like Donald Trump is set to win. And the more that they do to try to take him down, the more it looks like he's poised for a, a, almost an unparalleled victory, really. Yeah. You know, I and you you know this because we've talked about it in the past, but in past election cycles, I've drawn up maps and I've made predictions about what I think is going to happen. And 2020 kind of, you know, jolted me a little bit because the stuff I saw on the ground didn't match the outcomes for sure. Um, but. I I I I'm going to go out on a limb and say that, and I've said this already in print, so I'm just reiterating what I've said. But I think he's going to sweep the first four states uh, without much of a challenge. I think that uh, he's going to score a real um, bruising win to uh, DeSantis in Iowa, and I don't think that the the Haley noise in New Hampshire is nearly as loud as what they want us to think that it is. And I think once he gets out of those two contests, it goes to Nevada, where I think he'll just walk away with it. And I think even in South Carolina, and this is telling, because if Nikki Haley's putting all of her all of her hopes on New Hampshire. She's trailing him worse in her home state where she was a popular two-term governor uh, than she is uh, in New Hampshire, according to the current polls. So I just don't see anybody breaking through. And then after, I would say after New Hampshire, I think the money starts drying up. And I think by the end of South Carolina, we have a unified party and everything is guns blazing for November at that point. Um, what's, what's your sense about the next uh, you know couple of months here? Yeah, well, I, I first of all, I've got to point out, um, you know, that we are looking at the year anniversary of our J6 hostages, as the president calls them. Mm -hmm. um, and I texted with him a bit about that this morning. And um, I just think it's super impressive that he is, uh, you know, not not putting his finger in the wind, not doing what his consultants tell him he should be doing. But instead, he's doing what he believes and he is going um 
you know, doing these uh, commemorative events for our J6 hostages right now. And of course, for those who also lost their lives that day or because of that day um, ever since then. And I, I just, I find that so MAGA intuitive, if I think I just made up a term, but I feel like that is, <laughs> you know, like he's, he absolutely understands what MAGA is asking of him. And he is that mouthpiece. He is that action that is going to make a difference. And um, he, once again, I just want to tell your audience, because I told my audience this morning, assured me uh, that this will be justice will happen um, when he becomes president again. But yeah, you know, when, when we're looking forward to these primaries, you know, the likes of Nikki Haley, Ron DeSantis, Chris Christie, uh, I believe they will be they will just this chapter is closed on their political careers. I don't think they're viable for anything ever again because and it's not because it's not just because they made a miscalculation. It's not just because their political intuition isn't that of the president. It's not just because they're dishonest or deceptive. But I really believe it's because they turn coded. And we know that that's what happened and we saw it happen. And uh, the the voting populace is just not going to forgive that. Well, I don't I think they have a thinking, chance at anything ever. I keep thinking there was, uh, you know, there were someone somewhere and I, Carl Rove. I don't know. Somebody was telling these people that there was this glimmer of daylight that they could run through if they were just the last man standing. And as the pre as the former president, 45, filed his appeal directly to the Supreme Court yesterday uh, on the Colorado issue, the, the ballot issue in Colorado, it is clear is clear to everybody watching that there is only one person in this race. And it is so evident to the left that they have all the concentrated power focused on him that there is no daylight. There never was any daylight. And if you thought that the – I mean the only thing that I thought was kind of impressive about the primary season is that we got to be introduced to Vivek Ramaswamy. And I hope that, yeah. I hope that we find somewhere in the cabinet to put that guy because he told the Washington Post where to go in no uncertain terms yesterday when they were trying to get him yeah. to bend the knee to supposed you know, woke racism. Anyway, all that being said – this was an exercise in futility. It was it made the Republican Party a laughing stock because the real Republican Party doesn't care about what those four debates had in them. And they've and they voted with their ratings every night that they were on. They voted with their attendance in rallies that went on at the same time. And I just think mm -hmm. it's incredible that even when they're going to do this Iowa last ditch effort uh, debate uh, this week, that, you know, the president's the former president's going to have his uh, his his rally going. And I, I'll guarantee you he'll have five to one attendance at his event over anything that they could possibly hope for in the other way. And I know even beyond all of this, because back in 2016, Steve Dace, um, who's a well-known Iowa talk show host, and he, he kind of speaks for the the conservative base in Iowa, and and he and Bob Vanderplot's kind of the focus on the family of Iowa, if you can kind of visualize that. But they they yeah. came out a while back and they said, you know, we're going to support DeSantis. I said, okay. They supported Cruz in 16. I supported Cruz in the early part of 16, and um, I just talked with Steve last week. I said, so is 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 DeSantis Cruz this year? Because you'll remember uh, Ted Cruz beat Trump in Iowa and then Trump came back and it was all the way to Indiana until it was decided. 
He goes, no, <laughs> he goes, there's, there's no energy on the ground. And he goes, I can't see a Nikki Haley sign anywhere in Iowa. And uh, Ron doesn't have any energy and Trump's going to probably win by 20 or 30 points. And that told me everything I needed to know right there, because it's, it's, you know, if, if you're, if your people on the ground are saying that after a year of work and going to every County, that there's no hope for it, it's, you know, it's done. No, I think I think that you're exactly right. I look, uh, th- this is just so the hand of God. I, I, and and so for anyone who can't sleep at night watching the wars we're getting into and all the horrific things that they're doing, just your example really of um how did God use evil, what was intended for evil, um for good, you know, Arana trying to drag out this uh primary as if there was anything that was going to change as far as the voting populace was concerned. Um, God used that to introduce us to Vivek Ramaswamy. And I want to say something about him. I had his wife on our morning show yesterday morning, but we've had him on several times. I know you've interviewed him as well. Um, you know, one of the questions I asked him is, you know, I said MAGA could never support someone who wouldn't uh, be sworn in on a Bible, right? Because knowing that he's Hindu. And uh, he said back to me, I would only be sworn in on the Bible. That's the American tradition. And I just thought that was so interesting and so um, just really illuminating in terms of what his future might hold in this party. And no, I don't think he should be president, but I agree he should be on the cabinet. He's a rising star now that we recognize because this primary took place. Gina will be here with me on Fridays to kind of break it down for us as we go through. But Dr. G, always appreciate your time. Always appreciate being on your show, Kevin. Thank you so much. Happy New Year to your audience. You got it. Kevin McCullough coming right back from New York. Don't go away. On April 28th, experience the movie based on the miraculous story of George Foreman. George Foreman ain't no new champ. He is the new chump. Foreman is down! I'm not going to box anymore. I'm going to follow God. It's the greatest comeback story of all time. There's only two things I know how to do. Box and preach. And preaching won't pay the bills. Foreman's 45 years old. The risk isn't losing. It's surviving. How can you beat that man? I'm going to do this my way. Big George Foreman. Exclusively in movie theaters. April 28th. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. I was a child when I was abducted by the Arabs. My parents used to own livestock and my mother would do all the cooking for us. I don't remember the year that I was captured. There had never been any problems in our village. Then one day, all of a sudden, we heard that there were Arabs attacking Dinka villages throughout the south. We were so worried we could not even sleep at night. It was a big concern to my mother and my father. We were told that these Arabs were heavily armed and would kill all the animals and people when they would attack. We were very scared. Then one morning, they attacked our village. We scattered in different directions and I ran, but I was captured. My entire village was burned down and I've never seen a member of my family since. Then I was taken north into slavery. My eyes saw horrific things on that trip to the north. Women were raped right in front of us. Men were beaten and four men were killed because they tried to fight back. They were shot dead before our eyes. Once at the slave master's house, I was pretty much starved and worked brutal hours every single day doing difficult and very, very hard work. 
there was no relief. And then, they raped me. My slave master did not think of me as a human. He would not even let me go to the hospital when I fell sick. And one day, I heard that there was a slave retriever from CSI close by. How I wanted to be free. That retriever secured my freedom. And thank God, I was able to return to South Sudan. Thank you to each of you who helped the slaves be free. But please don't stop until we get them all. And may I just add that we are so thankful that you have been part of the team that has helped us liberate more than 45 slaves this year already. Of the 192 that are on the list, 45 of them uh, have been liberated, and we have more that we are about to embark upon to do. You may know the violence in, in Sudan is very dangerous right now, and yet our slave liberators are more committed than ever to getting them out. Uh, to get them to safety and to get them to uh, be reunited with their family. If you'd like to help us, here's the number, 888-342-1010, or go to bringherhome.org for all the details. Bringherhome.org, bringherhome.org. Help us put an end to slavery in this lifetime, 888-342-1010. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Lately, it feels like we are living in a financial war zone in a fight for our liberties and for our money. Cash has always represented freedom and privacy, but those values are now under threat from a hackable and trackable digital currency and from our own government. Frankly, I was shocked by some of the things banks are required to now do for the government. That's why I'm encouraging my listeners to get the secret war on cash. It's an insightful report created by my friends at Swiss America, and it's available right now to you free of charge. In it, you'll learn how to protect yourself from these threats to our freedom and to your hard-earned money. Call Swiss America now at 800-281-2646 and say, I'd like the secret war on cash. Or go to SwissAmerica.com backslash That Kevin Show to register now for this compelling report. That's 800-281-2646, 800-289-2646, or visit SwissAmerica.com backslash That Kevin Show. Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. So glad to have you with us on this Friday. Always glad to check in with Governor Mike Huckabee, uh, who is not only back from the holidays, but uh, Governor, you made a quick trip over to Israel, and this is something you do several times a year, but under very different circumstances this, this, this go-around. Well, I was there with a small group of evangelical uh, folks just to let the people of Israel know that we're standing with them and that we're supporting our Jewish friends. Uh, as you know, Kevin, I've known uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu for decades, had a 45-minute meeting with him and got a chance to visit with him and encourage him, um, met with hostage families, met with victims, toured one of the villages that was first hit by Hamas. And what I took away from it was that We've heard a lot about how awful it was, but to see it firsthand, talk to the people who experienced it. Uh, the, the Israelis weren't just murdered, they were butchered. It was just beyond uh, description, truly unspeakable atrocities. And I just can't imagine that there were people on college campuses in the streets of America out there supporting the evils of Hamas and shouting from the river to the sea. They must not have a clue what they're even talking about. 
because yeah. it's just sheer evil. I've wondered if you could put Rashida Tlaib in that in the same tour that you just got back from and have her witness the same things you just saw. And if if she and her ilk can honestly, from a humanity standpoint, not bring themselves to say that this was evil. I mean, that's the that's the part of it, because the, the story, you know, I compiled a 10 most important stories of the year for the Salem News Channel special for them going into the, the holiday weekend. And without question, the biggest news event of the year was October 7th. But that was only half the story because then the the division based on anti-Semitism and the protests really became another chapter of this. And I feel bad for the people that had family victims that were that were killed and, and you know, abused in, in all of this because it relives it for all of them. But we we have no clue. These kids that are on these campuses have no clue what they're talking about. From from a real impact standpoint, well, they truly don't. They don't understand the Middle East. They don't understand the history. They talk about the Palestinian people as if they are a nation. They never have been. They were created in 1962 out of thin air by Yasser Arafat. There was no Palestinian country, government, capital in Jerusalem. It didn't exist. And the Jews have been there for 3,500 years. Right. It, it, there's just a lot of complete misinformation that these people embrace. They hear it, I guess, at their universities, and they never check it out. They don't do any uh, study on their own. But you mentioned Rashida Tlaib. Honestly, I think if she went there and heard what I heard, saw what I saw, she would simply say, Israel deserved it because they've oppressed the wonderful Palestinian people. Even though those wonderful Palestinian people poured out of Gaza after Hamas came and slaughtered people, they went into their homes with the bodies and body parts laying there, blood smeared all over the floor, bullet holes everywhere, and they went in and looted what was left of their homes. Think about this. You step over dead bodies and step through blood to go into their refrigerators, their closets, and their cupboards to get what you can and to run back into Gaza. Yeah. Meanwhile, that's, that's what we don't hear. Meanwhile, the 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 heads of God, of uh, Hamas are all living in other nations. You know, they're they're in, in a luxury hotel. By, yeah. yeah. I mean, they, five of them are billionaires. Um, we're speaking with Governor Mike Huckabee about his recent trip to uh, Israel. And while we're on that subject, Governor, um, Katie McFarland is on my show each week, and she has contrasted for us so we could understand the difference in the military action as Israel has taken it this time as opposed to previous time. They used to do what was called mow the grass, and that is basically yeah. they would fire some missiles, destroy a couple of operational depots, uh, kill a few of the top people, but there were always you know, mid-level guys that were ready to step up to the, the top level. This time, they went in and eliminated everybody in the middle range, and now it appears that they're going after the top people so that the really bottom-rung dudes in Hamas have no experience, no desire. They're not very smart, and there's not going to be, they're, they're not going to be prepared to assume leadership. How would you say that, um, uh, you know, your conversation with Netanyahu, that they feel like this different type of strategy is working? Well, they're determined. They understand that there is a genuine threat for their existence. 
and they cannot come in and do what you mentioned, the mow the grass strategy. They did that in 2014, and the grass grew back. Yeah, They understand they've got to plow this up from deep under the roots and leave nothing left of Hamas. And I'm convinced they're determined to do it. There's an enormous level of international pressure to get them to back off, have ceasefires, all of this. It's nonsense, and it's dangerous to Israel and to Jewish people for them to do it. They have no other choice but to go and eradicate Hamas and take out every last bit of their tunnels, their infrastructure, and destroy it completely, not only to remove the immediate threat, but also to serve as a warning to Iran, uh, who funds all this nonsense, that we no longer are going to let you continue to just put money in the bank of these horrible, evil people. Well, I think it's also telling that they went into Beirut to kill the operative this last week, and he was not a low-level guy. This is one of those upper brass uh, types that they needed to take out as a, as, a, as a message. But I think the fact that they're willing to go into other places to find them is also something that Iran should pay attention to because if the international pressure continues to build, it's my worry that Israel does not get the support they need from the U.S., and they say, okay, we have to do it on our own. We know Iran will go, will stop at nothing to, to kill us. And well, then they're going to have to go and destroy the, uh, the nuclear program, uh, you know, solo. Well, the United States ought to be standing with Israel, not just symbolically, but they ought to be putting the pressure on Iran. And yeah. I don't understand why we haven't. I mean, I understand Obama and therefore Biden, their administration has always been trying to placate Iran think you can sit down and negotiate with them, which is nonsense. We have empowered Iran by turning on their oil spigots. They were in a place where we didn't have to bomb them. We were bankrupting them. And when Donald Trump was president, that's what we were doing. The maximum pressure campaign was effective and working, and there was no money to give to Hamas and Hezbollah. Well, that on top of the fact, on top of the fact, Governor, that we were we were bankrupting Russia and Iran with our energy policy. Exactly. And because we so sanctions and low, low, low priced oil made Iran a very poor place. Well, suddenly Biden comes in, uh, regulates the heck out of our energy. It's no longer uh, cheap for us to produce it. We stop producing it. We have to buy it elsewhere. Now we're making them rich, and they're starting wars because of it. We've got to make a change. All right, real quickly, Governor, um, thanks for giving us that kind of firsthand insight. We may talk more about that in the weeks to come. Uh, What's on the big show this weekend? Um, Missouri Attorney General uh, Andrew Bailey will be with us about his suits against social media companies. And this is a significant thing nationally for all of us. We've got uh, the wonderful comic Jeffrey Wayne, Big Daddy Wayne. He's hilarious. He'll be with us. Um, And uh, I have an interview that I did in Israel with Yael Eckstein, the uh, CEO of uh, International Fellowship of Christians and Jews and much more. It's going to be a fun show. All right. Sounds like something that you don't want to miss uh, Saturday and Sunday nights, 8 and 11 on TBN. Governor, uh, glad you made it back safely. Thanks for being here, and Happy New Year. Thank you. Happy New Year to you, too, Kevin. You got it. Kevin McCullough, coming right back. Don't go away. uncovers evidence of the true location of Mount Sinai, interviewing modern-day Exodus explorers and scholars. Once I realized what this site was, I dropped to my knees. 
all of the evidence. It's sitting out there for everyone to see. Inspiring and faith-affirming. Journey to Mount Sinai 2 in theaters only May 15th and 17th. Get tickets today at PatternsOfEvidence.com. Did you know color is vital to your health? I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation, and it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Bendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. I've been in show business my entire life. I know when someone's an actor or an actress. And I'd hear Balance of Nature being advertised, and I just thought, these are real people out there. And they seem to just be really telling the truth about this product that they love. So I started using Balance of Nature, and immediately I started seeing results. And I went, oh my gosh, this works. I literally called up the founder, and I said, I've never done this before in my life. I want to tell people about Balance of Nature. I want it to do for them what it's done for me. Join Kathy Lee Gifford and thousands of people worldwide on a journey to better health. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code KLG. Hi, it's Kevin McCullough. If you're like me, you work hard for your money, so you want to make sure your money is safe when you put it in your bank account. But is it really safe? Today, we not only have to worry about bank failures, but also about losing our freedom and privacy with the push for the digital dollar that would allow the government to tell us what we can and cannot buy with even our own money. That's why I'm encouraging my listeners to get the Secret War on Cash it's an insightful report created by my friends at Swiss America, and it's available now to my listeners free of charge. In it, you will learn how to protect yourself from these threats to our freedom and to your hard-earned money. 
Call Swiss America at 800-289-2646 to get this free report. Or just go to SwissAmerica.com backslash That Kevin Show to register now for this compelling report. I was surprised by what banks are required to do for the government. Call or text 800-289-2646. That's 800-289-2646. Or visit SwissAmerica.com backslash That Kevin Show. That's SwissAmerica.com backslash That Kevin Show. confusion amplifying truth and pursuing clarity it's kevin mccullough Radio. and we're back from times square it's kevin mccullough glad to have you with us um christine serrano glasner is my guest and christine we were talking about corruption when you think of the biden years what the history books will write about this period of time corruption will be the subtext of everything they did on just about every level of policy and actions that they took. Uh, there's no better description for the Biden administration than America last. Uh, and Bob Menendez certainly uh, demonstrated that, and he predated the administration uh, in the United States Senate. In fact, I believe the way he even came to power, if, I, if I'm remembering correctly, he sits in the Torricelli seat, which was a big shell game to get someone in, into the position that wasn't actually really nominated or elected to get there. So having said that and seeing seeing the charges that he's been you know now laid with uh at the at the seat of the uh, ethics committee uh the the democratic party in your state New Jersey has a chance to do a clean slate start over no corruption no no dirty play at all they couldn't even get out of the gate with that explain well it, you know it's very simple and if people were paying attention there was yet a new indictment for Bob Menendez in the last couple of days and this has to do with the, the country of Qatar. He apparently has taken bribes. And look at that connection. I've been making this connection. I, I don't know what it is. Somebody's going to have to unwind this. But you take Bob Menendez, who's been the chair of our Senate Foreign Relations Committee. Mm. Now there's accusations that he has taken bribes from Qatar or on behalf of Qatar to benefit them. And Qatar is the country that has been hosting and protecting the leaders of Hamas. Yep. It's too messy. It smells to the heavens. And it's that kind of governing that has to go away, must be cleaned up. So if you look at the folks that are running here in New Jersey for that seat, they've been involved with this for years. The governor's wife, even in 2018, the last time that Menendez was gold bar Bob, right? The last time he was up against charges, she donated to him thousands of dollars. He has been held in this position so that they could maintain this power, right? So that they could keep this power. This is what's important to them. And this is what's going on again. They need to maintain that seat. The fortunate thing is they're going to have a primary on their side because not everybody is too pleased with the fact that, I'm sorry, but Governor Murphy is once again trying to purchase this seat. It's wrong and it's not the way it should happen. The way I have been campaigning is, sorry, is literally through grassroots, county by county, town by town. And even if it is a Senate seat and you've got to cover the whole state, then that's what I plan on doing. And I will continue to do that. It, it's a lot of work, but, you know, it's a labor of love. You get a chance to really get out and meet people and talk to people and hear what their concerns are. That's what needs to happen here in New Jersey. I said it before. It's got to be about returning the power to the people. And that's how we start. I want to go back to what you said because um, 
the governor's wife is a declared candidate and right out of the chute, um, there was the appearance of impropriety that uh, they were using taxpayer money to basically launch her campaign and bring influence by name recognition for her to radio ads that she had never before <laughs> voiced for the state. And all of a sudden, there she was, uh, Tammy Murphy, on radio uh, talking about policy on, on state-funded uh, campaign ads. Correct, right? And, and we called them out on that very quickly. I got calls from people even after we called them out saying, I've never heard her do radio programs like this, radio ads. And they had to admit themselves. They said, well, you know, this would plan, was planned before. And I thought to myself, she didn't just suddenly decide to run for the U.S. Senate. They planned that at the same time that she was talking about running for the U.S. Senate. So they full well knew had it not been wrong, they wouldn't have taken those ads down. And they did take them down right away. They needed to. However, she continued to do public appearance for that same organization that she was launching. And I think they thought nobody was nobody was paying attention, but I certainly was. It is absolutely using the office of the governor to run for this seat. And it's wrong. It's interesting because the governor even came out with a statement and said she's going to have to run on her own back. She's going to have to, you know, go county by county. None of that's happening because everybody calls me and tells me what's going on. He's the one who's spending an awful lot of time running her race. He's calling people left and right. He's, you know, I hate to say it, but from the sounds of it, maybe even twisting arms and saying to people, you're either going to support her or, you know, there could be a price to pay. I don't know what that is. I'm not even making a suggestion, but it's what people call me and tell me. It needs to be done the right way, right? People need an opportunity to really not just be handed a candidate once again, who's going to work for their own agenda. We need to start taking care of the people and running this race that way, right? Person by person, town by town, county by county. Christine Serrano-Glassner, hold that thought. We're coming right back. Kevin McCullough from New York. Don't go away. For those of you that know, we have been doing all that we can to help liberate human trafficking and human slaves uh, with Christian Solidarity International this year. It's our annual cause, and we have 192 names of women that need our assistance this year. Uh, women that have experienced some excruciating things. And I want to say thank you to those of you that have already called, 888-342-1010. Uh, we have helped liberate uh, more than a dozen now this year. But I want to tell you the story of Ayak. Ayak uh, was born in northern Sudan. She was born into slavery. Her mother and father had been taken from South Sudan when they were just young kids. Uh, and she grew up as a slave's uh, child. She saw her mother regularly be beaten by her Arab slave master. Then there was the day that her father was told to go to the farm to work. But because of how sick he was, he physically couldn't walk. His master got so angry at him, he said, you dirty, dirty, dirty dog. If you don't go to the farm, you will die. He couldn't walk. So the Arab master shot my father dead right in front of me, says Ayak, when she tells her story later. Uh, as she was growing up and getting a little bit older, that master sold her out to another master who raped her repeatedly, who forced her to uh, commit uh, genital mutilation on herself, 
and who told her that uh, she would not get to keep the children that she had from that slave master. Uh, She would do hard work every day, carry water long distances, uh, clean clothing, clean things in the house, uh, take abuse from the Arab master's wife. She said, I have seen so many slaves in the area who face the same thing as me. She said, but then one day a retriever found me. I was walking to the well to fetch water. He asked me to leave and go with him. His name was Osman Bashir, and he had many men with him. They took me to his camp and brought me back to South Sudan. Friends, that's the story of an actual liberation of an actual slave. And that's the people that we help when you call 888-342-1010. There are 175 women that we know we can yet save this year. We just need your help. 888-342-1010. 888-342-1010. Help us liberate every slave right now. For $250, you not only affect their liberation, but you set them up with everything they need for a new life uh, in their home in South Sudan, uh, including grain, seed, utensils, uh, other things that they need to create uh, a life for themselves. And you do it when you call 888-342-1010. Or go to bringherhome.org. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Lately, it feels like we are living in a financial war zone in a fight for our liberties and for our money. Cash has always represented freedom and privacy, but those values are now under threat from a hackable and trackable digital currency and from our own government. Frankly, I was shocked by some of the things banks are required to now do for the government. That's why I'm encouraging my listeners to get the secret war on cash. It's an insightful report created by my friends at Swiss America, and it's available right now to you free of charge. In it, you'll learn how to protect yourself from these threats to our freedom and to your hard-earned money. Call Swiss America now at 800-281-2646 and say, I'd like the secret war on cash. Or go to SwissAmerica.com backslash That Kevin Show to register now for this compelling report. That's 800-281-2646, 800-289-2646. Or visit SwissAmerica.com backslash That Kevin Show. happening in New York or across the globe. Learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough. You can catch me every weekend, Saturday and Sunday evenings uh, at 9 p.m. Eastern right here on Salem News Channel and on 300 radio stations uh, weekly across the country as well on a Monday through Friday basis and on the weekend. And one of my favorite people to talk to on the radio now joins me on television, Bethany Mandel. You see her on the Hugh Hewitt show. Uh, is it, It's Mondays now. Is that what he's telling us? It will be Mondays. Yes, we're moving to Mondays. Because Hewitt never can get his story straight. Like it's it's Friday one week, it's Tuesday another, it's Monday if it feels like it. You know, whatever he wants to. He's a big time morning you, guy, so he gets to do whatever he wants. You're making things up. That's right. I defend Hugh. Um, I've always been on Tuesdays, and I'm moving to Mondays. Final answer. But Bethany is always with me on Fridays on the radio, so you can catch her there. And she's written, she's co-written a great book called Stolen Youth, uh, written with one of my other favorite people, uh, Carol Markowitz. It is all about what has happened to our young people uh, with the control of the progressive left basically in charge of our country. They kind of started writing the book during COVID. 
But there was a lot of other stuff to add to it as they went along. Bethany, it's great to have you. You also write uh, for a lot of different outlets. You've written for the New York Post and the Washington Examiner and um, a, a bunch of different websites, Ricochet and others. Uh, I, the, the One of the issues that you like to cover is the kind of scandal that education has been uh, for the American family and the American process. Uh, I will say that you live what you preach because you homeschool a mighty tribe of youngsters uh, and you're doing a great job on watching the public issues as well. But I have to ask you, when you saw that Claudine Gay at Harvard University, quote, resigned yesterday, but immediately accepted a $900,000 salary to teach in the African-American studies division of whatever it is she's going to teach, what went through your head? I mean, failing up is is really lucrative when it when you're on the left it's it's incredible i would also like to make nine hundred thousand dollars for having plagiarized all of my professional expertise and then getting basically fired i mean she resigned but let's all just be real here um now what is she going to teach what expertise does she have to offer these students i would really love a Harvard student to take her class and plagiarize the crap out of everything they turn in and see what happens. Well, and you know, with chat GPT, it's not even that hard anymore. So, but what's interesting here, Bethany, is that you and I both write weekly columns. Um, you've worked with far more publishers than I have, but I've written three books. You've published your first this last year. Um, I've worked with a lot of editors from newsrooms mm -hmm. to my column to uh, the books that have been published. If I had done one-tenth of what this woman yep. has done, I would never get hired again. Nobody would ever ask me to write anything again, and yet yep. she gets to be promoted in essence uh, for having done so. Yeah, no. She got an easier job for more money as punishment for being a plagiarist. And what's incredible is I, I mean – I don't know how that happened. When we were writing our book, there was one portion of it, a paragraph that I had accidentally not put, um, put a notation on. Yeah, I didn't attribute it properly. And I caught it and an editor caught it at the same time. And we sat down with with the book and we're going through. And I said, oh, I forgot um, I forgot a, a citation here. And she said, oh, I had that on my list too, that we both caught that mistake. So I don't understand how this happens from a writer's perspective, but also from an editor's perspective, because I caught it, the Daily Wire caught it. Why didn't Harvard, why didn't she? And it's because they're not subjected to anything resembling standards at Harvard if you are of a certain persuasion. Um, if this were a conservative student and they were pushing back on something that a professor had said, you better believe they would have been subjected to a check after check after check after check. Just like when I write for the New York Times, I am raked over the coals by the editors. Asked, are you sure you want to say this? Are you sure you want to word it this way? I need documentation for this. I need a citation for this. In a way that when Hamas, for example, wrote an op-ed for the New York Times, they are not subjected to the same standards. I knew Ben Shapiro and Kaylee McEnany both when they were students at Harvard and going through their Harvard education. And I can only say from their personal firsthand experience, what you just described is absolutely true. 
And had they plagiarized something, you know, it's you suffer academic punishment for it. Maybe you're kicked out of the program. There's got to be even comm students that are in review at Harvard now for uh, things that they've done that they didn't uh, they did they didn't account for. Uh, and in the English department, you know that people are sheriffing that very very carefully. How a how a woman becomes president of the most yeah. prestigious university on planet Earth uh, is uh, amazing, given this track record. But then to keep her on. Uh, is an embarrassment. But that's where I want to go with this part of the conversation. What does this mean to our next generation? And let me just caveat that with this. The Michigan Wolverines played in the uh, college football playoff this year, this last weekend. Um, They came off a three-game suspension in which their coach was suspended for uh, stealing signals from the other team. And basically they said, but you guys get to play in the tournament and he gets to coach. And, yeah, he served us three games, whatever. But you get to go back to doing what you were doing before. It seems to me that cheating is becoming a mainstream value. And that really concerns me. Yeah, and it's not just a mainstream value. But, I mean, parenting starting from two years old all the way through to adulthood, there have to be consequences. And if you tell a child not to do something and there are no consequences – there's no reason for them to follow any laws. And the lawlessness that we're seeing across the country is becoming a really significant problem. I mean, JFK Airport on New Year's Day, they were setting off balloons at the airport, which is domestic terrorism. And they were able to do so because they knew the FBI wasn't going to come knocking on their door. They weren't going to be subjected to the same analysis that the January 6th rioters were subjected to. I mean, they're not going to have their data for their cell phones pulled in the same way they were. So, We've come to understand as a society that if you are of a certain ideological persuasion, the laws don't necessarily impact you the same way as other people do. And this is not a road we want to go down as a society, and yet we're all being shoved down this road. Yeah, uh, with with great abandon. And it's I guess it's the idea that there is a higher law than – than our laws that that even still counts uh, because this is this is one of the reasons why <laughs> formulative uh, laws like the Ten Commandments kind of have made a difference in the period of time since they've been in existence. Uh, they give us the moral foundation and framework of how we're supposed to live. But you know, it's a, it's a small step between cheating and stealing signals for your college football team to becoming a college university president who plagiarized half of her library. And then, um, you know, judges in Colorado just saying, well, we don't really care what the law says. We're just going to take the opposing candidate off the ballot. I mean, it is having impact in deeper and deeper layers of our culture and society that's going to eventually affect all of us. From New York, I'm Kevin McCullough. I've been in show business my entire life. I know when someone's an actor or an actress. And I'd hear Balance of Nature being advertised. And I just thought, these are real people out there. And they seem to just be really telling the truth about this product that they love. So I started using Balance of Nature. And immediately I started seeing results. And I went, oh my gosh, this works. I literally called up the founder. And I said, I've never done this before in my life. I want to tell people about Balance of Nature. I want it to do for them what it's done for me. Join Kathy Lee Gifford and thousands of people worldwide on a journey to better health. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code KLG.
color is vital to your health. I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation. And it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. All right. You need to know when you need it. Final. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. From something that may be largely overlooked by the rest of the media, but it was not lost on me, given the fact that we have talked about election integrity this week and uh, that there are those that are trying to interfere with it. Uh, You may know that Jack Smith, while he's been trying to uh, get some relief from the Supreme Court to assure them that uh, that President Trump's claim of immunity as being president at the time that an insurrection took place. So if if, if it was an insurrection and he's the government, he's insurrecting against himself is what technically it would be um, if the Supreme Court says he, he does not have immunity. Anyway, that's another long sidebar. But Jack Smith was told by the court when those proceedings were begun that there was a stay in the Washington, D.C. case. And the stay is fairly definitive. It means that nothing on the case moves forward. You don't file court documents. You don't uh, do depositions. You don't do discovery. There's literally nothing else that takes place in that case while that stay is in effect. And Jack Smith's own idea was to take this appeal to the Supreme Court, kind of jump the circuit court, and start making his, his case to the ultimate court that nobody could overturn. Uh, and he's rolling the dice. Now, he's, he's already rolling the dice on this because and – I, and I think there's a better than 50 percent chance that the former president is successful in this appeal before the Supreme Court. And if he wins it, it is likely – that the decision at the Supreme Court would then end all of the litigation currently pending against the former president. All of it. 
there would be an established precedent from the highest court that would then that would then be granted, and none of these cases would be able to stand beyond that. But Jack Smith's rolling the dice on another level of this as well, because not only could he lose that appeal, hence giving the president immunity through all of these things, he's also violating the order of the court to stay during this appeals process. Now, you have to understand the people that oppose the former president are very desperate. And it's this desperation that's causing them to do crazy things like try to kick him off the ballot in Colorado and Maine. Uh, in New York State this week, there's new discussions about how to try to keep him off the ballot here. You can't do it. The court's already said. And they're going to say again, they're going to find again that these uh, the rogue states are out of line with the Constitution when they're trying to do this. That, that, that's all going to be established and Trump's going to win on all of that. But when you tell a court that has told you, we're going to stop all proceedings on this until this appeals process plays out. When you tell the court that, eh, I'm not going to listen to you. I'm going to go ahead and do work on it anyway. And you try to file documents and you try to do discovery and you're trying to do depositions and you're trying to do things that the court has said, all of it must come to a halt. Well, it's been my experience watching these things over the years that courts don't take too kindly to that. It's also been my experience that Jack Smith is kind of slow to learn these lessons. You know, when he took the case against former Virginia Governor Bob McDonald to court, he went all the way to the Supreme Court and lost nine to nothing. In other words, his understanding of constitutional law has not always been the best in terms of its judgment. And that's why I think that he may be making blunder after blunder that he's not really anticipating what the end result could be, which is to give us, finally, a free and fair election by the releasing of all of this burden against former President Trump. I'm Kevin McCullough. We'll see you next time.